0: You're listening to the Peacock and
1: Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show Thursday edition. We've got a little bit of news about some quarterbacks around the NFL. One that could be on the move, I guess, is this story about Russell Wilson not making any sense to me, and maybe it's more serious than I've given it credit for. And Ben Roethlisberger, looks like he's under a new contract for 2021. We're going to talk AFC West. I want to get your opinion, Matt, on Derek Carr, where he stands both with the team and the NFL and your draft. Diddy's notes about the NFL draft on every team in the AFC West. If we got time, maybe we'll get into your tight end rankings for the 2021 NFL draft. At Williamson NFL is where you can find my co-host Matt Williamson at BD Peacock is where you can find me feel free to tag us anytime throughout the week and get those questions lined up for our Tuesday mailbag episodes but today we're gonna start this off with quarterbacks and there's pretty much quarterbacks every day of this offseason so far Matt and I don't think that's gonna stop through the draft and maybe that'll linger after the draft depending on what's going on with some of these quarterbacks and and Deshaun Watson and I thought recently there had been at least um fan base. Uh, I talked with Cody Davis from Locked on Texans recently, John McClain, who writes for the Houston Chronicle. Everyone kind of starts to feel like, you know what? I get it, Texans, but it's time to make a deal with Deshaun Watson. But I don't think anybody really feels that way about the Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson. And the latest from ESPN's Diana Rossini is that the Seahawks are answering phone calls for trades on Russell Wilson, which is a huge deal because the Texans aren't. And we heard from uh, Rick Spielman that they're not trying to trade away their quarterback in Minnesota. Uh, we've heard from a lot of GMs recently, and Rick Spielman was just straight up: Kirk Cousins is our quarterback. Period. There, there was no wiggle room there. We heard before Jared Goff was traded, it's like eh, he's our quarterback today. We heard from John <laughs> Lynch, and, uh, yeah, exactly. We heard from John Lynch about Jimmy Garoppolo It's like, yeah, i'm pretty sure he's probably going to be our quarterback, but maybe we need to figure out the backup. And you know, there's some wishy-washiness there. And Kyle Shanahan said, well, you don't really get get rid of a good quarterback unless you have something better so the unless you find something better thing is still resonating with me in my mind and um now with this report if and it's not that the Seahawks are actively shopping Wilson but they're listening to phone calls which is if you have a Russell Wilson in the NFL that's the last thing in the world you want to trade and that's what the Texans are trying to say with Deshaun Watson this could be real in Seattle is it true Matt could this actually happen and Russell Wilson actually be on the move at some point this offseason
1: Man, I wish I had a good answer for you. I don't. You know, like you mentioned Minnesota. I feel pretty firm, and I have from start to finish, that Kirk Cousins is their guy. Maybe they draft Kyle Trask or something like that. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. not a first-round pick. Uh, I don't think people are banging down their door to add Cousins anyway. I I think he's their guy. That makes sense. I've thought all along that you're Niners. Are going to go with Jimmy unless it's a clear upgrade. I mean, and that's probably Watson. I don't know that that would happen. Wilson's not getting traded in division, so that one to me seems like Jimmy or something huge, and that still could happen. In the end, I tend to think Houston will. It might take a while. It might even go, you know, up until training camp or whatever. But we'll probably cave and realize. He's not playing for us. Let's get picks and move on. Seattle, though, I have no feel for. I mean, I understand he's unhappy, and I see both sides of trading him or not, but I mostly see the side, if I'm Seattle, of it's going to kill our cap, and we're going to, no matter what they do, I mean, unless they would land Dak, which isn't going to happen, they're going to take a massive step forward or backwards on the field by trading Russell Wilson, at least for this year.
0: Okay, let's just, because I I haven't even really paid much attention to it and really wrapped my brain about it. I've thought about a ton of fake trade offers for the 49ers, how they could get Deshaun Watson, because it makes sense. And obviously the Niners aren't going to be trading for Russell Wilson anyway, but some team could. So is there a team out there that you could see, okay, that's a fit, and then what would that return be? So let's say it's the Panthers. You are now the Panthers GM. I am the Seattle Seahawks general manager. You're calling me, making an offer for Russell Wilson. What do you think that would look like?
1: In the Watson neighborhood, I mean, I guess Carolina surprisingly was not one of his teams on his list, but he played at NC State and, and seemed to enjoy his time there as far as I know. Who knows? Um, you know, the Bears or uh, I know we didn't do this with the Bears. I don't know what the Bears could give them. Five first-round picks? Like, I don't want any of your players.
0: <laughs> I mean, Mac, you would end up flipping Mac for – wilson in some sort of way and then probably adding picks on top of it
1: yeah i mean but if i'm seattle i'm not taking on max deal and and having him subtract from the package and i've said this before too seattle values draft picks way less than most teams you know like they would have to. it would almost be like give us picks and then we're gonna deal them for players you know because they don't uh, they trade their first round pick an awful lot. They don't value draft picks the way other teams would, or a Houston that just give me every pick I can possibly get and I don't have any, you know? If it's Carolina, I want Brian Burns. I would, mm-hmm. do you want DJ yeah. Moore?
0: Yeah, DJ Moore, Brian Burns. Um, any I don't of want those... McCaffrey
1: for the buck and where I'm well, at. Well, here's the know, thing is go. the
0: Seahawks might see that as a massive commodity. They might. Right. I mean, I right. can see Pete Carroll saying, please give me all the Christian McCaffrey's you got like McCaffrey and Burns might be enough,
1: period. Wow. And then Carolina should do that in a heartbeat and the first or, you know, yeah,
0: like and maybe a pick. And, and I could totally see Russell Wilson, uh, not Russell. Wilson. I could see uh, Pete Carroll looking at that and saying, oh, yeah, that's an awesome deal. Right. We got better offensively and defensively. And then we'll go draft a quarterback and be cheaper there to make up for the money difference.
1: Or, Maybe or sign James Winston or you know. Or what about? The, we're
0: going to talk about the Raiders actually in a little bit, and this sort of ties in with Derek Carr in that situation. What about the Raiders? What about Carr and some picks? See,
1: I think he would love Carr.
0: I think he would too. Like, Carr and some picks, and the Raiders were on Russell Wilson's list. You trade him to the opposite conference, uh-huh. and you have enough picks to do other things that you need to do, and you have a cheaper quarterback.
1: Yeah, if I'm the Raiders. I trade you Carr and a nice group of picks. And then I try to dump Mariota for a third or fourth just to save a few more picks back. Although I guess you could eat it. But I mean, he's even been rumored to give me a cap cut. So in the whole scheme of things, he's small potatoes. But I bet Carr would be very alluring to Carroll. Does Carroll want to start with a rookie? I mean, does he want to trade Lance at his age and where that team is? I bet not. I mean, I bet he would love hand it off, do your job, Derek Carr, throw deep, you know, uh, that one to me actually adds up the best. Would you want another player with Carr?
0: What if, what if, you know, whatever the team is, what if it's just picks? So let's say they get three first round picks for Wilson, trade two of those in a deal where they sign Dak from his franchise tag. And now you got Dak and you pay him instead and you have an extra pick. Along and, and and that's sort of the trade for Russell Wilson. Is that a possibility? Because then you still are good at quarterback, Maybe. and I don't think I don't think Pete Carroll would want to start over at quarterback.
1: Where you send two two firsts for Carr after you traded Wilson somewhere else, or I don't know. I I think the best fits are Raiders. The more I think about it, because I think Gruden would look at him as a shiny new object and be super excited. Oh yeah. How about Carr Rugs and a one.
0: I do that in I can't do that fast enough on the Raiders. Oh yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah. And yeah. cuz here's the thing Maybe is, Carr's value right now is probably at an all-time high. Like I'm not that big on Carr. I think he's middle of the road starter coming off of one of his best years. If you can ch- trade him now at his highest value, if teams are looking at him at a, as a quarterback that's worth a first rounder plus. I'm, I'm trading him in
1: an instant. So I like him more than you. Like I would put him Definitely ahead of Cousins and Jimmy. I'm not sure if he's a tier above them or just the top of that tier.
0: Okay, you know what? This is a great conversation because we've got your draft ditties coming up. I want to get into that AFC West and your notes on all those teams, and this will tie in with the Raiders and Derek Carr. So that conversation coming up next because I think we do see things differently when it comes to Derek Carr. I got
1: a Carr exercise we'll do here. Okay, perfect.
0: Yeah, draft ditties. Matt Williamson's notes on every team in the NFL, AFC West edition next. RockAuto.com is the first thing you should think of when you think of auto parts and you think of car maintenance. Whether you're trying to fix up that old classic car or you're just trying to keep your daily driving vehicle out there on the road. Maybe you didn't drive your car for months during quarantine. Now the battery's dead. It happened to me. Thankfully, I bought jumper cables from rockauto.com whether it's jumper cables whether you need a new battery motor oil engine parts brake parts go to rockauto.com they have everything you need an amazing selection reliably low prices the same prices for a do-it-yourselfer professional mechanic and when i say amazing selection every part that ever existed in the world essentially is at rockauto i'm blown away every time i go to their website you can search by part number by make model year simple, easy-to-navigate website. It's a family-owned business. that has been helping people buy auto parts online for 20 years. So you can feel good about buying your auto parts at rockauto.com. All the parts your car or truck could ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So, Matt, this was thrown out by the Locked On Network Social today, and it got me thinking, and it's a perfect tie-in with the AFC West and your draft ditties. Where does Derek Carr rank among quarterbacks? So, let's start there. And the three options are top 10, top 15, or top 20. And Mike Mayock said during his press conference that Derek Carr is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And I don't disagree. There's not many human beings who can be a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. So if you're top 20, that's a pretty good thing. And that's, you know, not bad. And you're still one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL because there's three quarterbacks on every team. And if you're one of the top 20 best, that's pretty good. To me, though, Derek Carr is the type of quarterback that could be the 11th best quarterback one year, the 23rd best quarterback another year. And if we went back one calendar year, you mentioned how you'd put Carr just ahead of Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins, Cousins. even if they're maybe in the same tier. If we did this exercise a year ago, Jimmy coming off the Super Bowl run, Carr might be third on that list of, of those three guys. And that's sort of my thought about Maybe, this. And any yeah. of those players is they could, they could, they're all good. They're all in the middle, you know, top 15 ish. But I feel like there's 25 quarterbacks that are top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL. It just depends on the year. It depends on how they're playing. It depends on <laughs> their career exactly, yeah. trajectory. Like they might have been a top 15 last year, but next year they're not. But then there's the young guy who's, you know, in the twenties, but I think he could be top 15 this year. You know what I mean? And I think cars in that group and I'm not paying a bunch for that tier of quarterback. I'm not paying a ton for Garoppolo. I'm not paying a ton for uh, Kirk cousins. For those reasons, I'm really paying up to get one of those solid, like, Oh yeah, this guy's a top 10 guy every year. And I don't think cars in that group.
1: I like him a little better than that. Again. I mean, I like him more than the, those guys we mentioned as the same, and maybe a tier above. But I also want to give Gruden credit. I think Gruden's gotten a lot out of Carr. And if he would have Jimmy, your cousins, let alone Wilson, he would get more out of those players, kind of like Shanahan does, you know, in a different way. Mm -hmm. But I bet Wilson's numbers with the Raiders would be a lot better than they even were with Seattle. Like, I think Gruden's got a lot out of Jared Cook and Waller. I mean, he's a good offensive mind. I'm going to do this real quick. I'm going to buzz through every team in the league really fast and say if I trade Derek Carr for the quarterback, which is a different conversation, or is that quarterback better than Derek Carr right now? You just want to buzz through? Okay. Bills, I would trade him for Allen in a heartbeat, and Allen's better. Allen, for sure. I would not trade Carr for Tua, and Miami does not have a better quarterback than Carr. But that's a conversation. Carr for Tua in a trade.
0: I would take, if we're trading him straight up, I would take Tua.
1: Okay. Uh, That one's tough for me. No one in New England. I mean, Newton, Stidham, no. Um, Would you trade him straight up for Darnold? He's a better player than Darnold, but would you trade him for Darnold today?
0: See, I love that. I think Gruden, as we just mentioned, uh, you know, I think those are the types of offenses that I think could get a lot out of. Sam Darnold. And when you consider contract as part of this, and that's sort of the Tua idea, I would take the unknown of Tua on a cheap contract rather than what I think is middle of the road with Derek Carr as a starting quarterback. Just the potential of being better than that. And we so far Sam Darnold has been worse than Derek Carr. Period. Mm-hmm. He's but, definitely not better now. Right. He's cheaper. Under Gruden, would he take that next step? And would he look a lot more like with maybe even a little bit more arm talent what we saw with Carr last year? So that's a close one for me. And potentially mm-hmm. uh I, I might take Darnold. Because of that reason, if if you wanted to save a little bit of money, and you could get more for car, but um, straight up today, if I'm trying to win a game, I'll, I'll go with car for sure.
1: Yeah, At Lamar gets the edge in both categories. I think cars better than Burrow right this minute, but I would make that trade in a heartbeat. Of mm-hmm. course, you'd rather have Burrow. I would rather have car than Mayfield in both categories. I bet Ooh. most people disagree with.
0: You. I do disagree. I would go Baker on that
1: one. Okay. Um, I think he's better than Ben. And of course you'd trade him for Ben. Yes. I think he's better than Wentz, but that's kind of like the Darnold conversation. Would you, would you trade him straight up for Wentz?
0: Yeah. See, and that's the conversation about Carr that I was talking about earlier, depending on the year, 12 months ago, you're taking Wentz all day long. And it, basically course, every yeah. year up until now, you would have taken Wentz, uh, all day long. And then this year Carr has one of his best years. Wentz has his worst year. And then now that kind of gets flipped. So, um, Again, yeah. Today, I would probably take Carr because I don't know if Wentz is ruined, but
1: you know the mm-hmm. allure
0: of what Wentz could be and what he has been has been you know better than Carr.
1: Yeah, I agreed. I'm going to ignore Jacksonville. Tannehill. I think that's an even trade. I think that's. I think they're. I would grade them exactly the same. They're semi the same age. Pretty
0: even, and pretty I'd even. Probably take. I'd probably lean toward Tannehill. But um, and it's kind of the uh, the Sam Darnold argument. We saw what Tannehill did after moving on from Adam Gase. Could see that with Sam Darnold, which makes me kind of want to lean towards Sam Darnold in that case as well versus Derek Carr. Um, But I could buy the argument for Carr over Tannehill. That's very close.
1: Yeah, I I ignored Jacksonville on purpose because Lawrence is a different beast. Um, Clearly, you take him over Locke and trade him for and not trade him for Locke. Mahomes, Mm. obviously, Mahomes wins. Herbert is. I think Herbert's even better now, and certainly you'd rather have Herbert if you're trading. Dak, I would rather have Dak. Yes. Jones for the Giants, I can't do that. I want uh, Carr.
0: Yeah, I'll take Carr. I'm I'm not a big believer in Jones. Yeah.
1: Same with Hertz.
0: Ooh, Hertz is intriguing. I, I, I want to see more mm, with Hertz. I'm On a rookie fan. contract, too, almost makes me want to lean that way because that's sort of my thing is – I don't want to be tied to the middle. Is there potential for more with Hertz? I think there is. There's potential for uh-huh. less too, but it's it's cheap for less. So I, I kind of want to gamble on that one. I might take Hertz.
1: Uh, the football team, no. Chicago, no. Goff is a no for me.
0: In Detroit. Yes. Uh, you car over Goff, yeah.
1: Yeah. Rogers over Car. Even at this age, you trade him. I said Car over Cousins. I think Matt Ryan's better than Carr, but I don't think the Raiders trade Carr for Matt Ryan.
0: I don't I don't think either team does that.
1: Maybe not. Maybe I think not.
0: they kind of both would like their guy more.
1: I certainly prefer Carr to Bridgewater yes. in all facets. Um on New Orleans, we can call it Winston or Breeze or Taysom. I think I'm gonna take Carr over all those guys. I
0: would take Carr today over all those for sure.
1: Uh Brady's better than Carr. And maybe you would trade him just because two years of Brady does good things for everybody. Yeah, I'd I, I side with Brady for sure, even at 45. And then Arizona, Carr might be better. Of course, I'd much rather have Kyler. I'm not sure who's a better football player this second. It's kind of like the Burrow argument for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Stafford over Carr, Carr over Jimmy, Wilson over Carr. So, so we're on the same page close, you know, close, you know I mean? but that's
0: only about 10 teams it's, that you're saying. Yeah, I, I would take car for sure. So that's, yeah,
1: that's it's not lower Carr. on the list than I would have thought. Yeah. I would have guessed I would have had car 11th or 12th overall. And he's probably 15th.
0: That, yeah. That's like, that's closer to 20th. Maybe even.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So,
0: yeah. That's, that, that's kind of how I feel about him. I think we're pretty close on that. When you go through every team, there's either youth involved where the player's not as good, but you would take that future over car or there's a veteran player who's definitely better now. And and that's where I'm at with Carr, like you you mm-hmm. half of your games, there the other teams going to have a better quarterback.
1: He's got a little bit of both attributes but not enough of either.
0: Yes, absolutely. And he's not cheap either, but he's not going right. to crush your salary cap with how much he costs. He costs about the right amount for for what he is. But if you can find an upgrade, I would definitely be trying to do that if I was John Gruden. So I could understand them, you know, trying to do some some moves. And and look, if if Seattle Seahawks put a value on that oh man uh, I would do that all day long if I was Mayock and Gruden and they should be trying hard <laughs> to make that happen if that is the case
1: yeah I mean the more and more I think about it, if I can turn Carr into Wilson I almost don't care what else I have to throw in you I know I mean, we'll just we'll get it done I mean if it's firsts, and so be it and I, I heard mean, the Raiders
0: might be shopping Trent Brown I think he could be a fit for sure well you could have him yeah so Trent Brown and Carr some draft picks at least sure. first. Um, who was the other player you said?
1: I threw in like guy like Rugs, somebody that's cheap oh, in right. yeah. first year deal. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he'd he'd run well with uh, Metcalf. Okay, last car question for you. Ben retires after the year. Jimmy has another injury plagued year. It's obvious our favorite teams need a new quarterback. Cars available? Are you interested? Next offseason. <sighs>
0: No, I, he's not
1: on your list. Then He's
0: not on my list because he would be if he was cheap, uh, essentially free. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the way I feel about cousins. You know, if he's a free agent, you know, you sign him or whatever.
1: But, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but he's going to cost you a first round pick and trading first round
0: picks and trading big time assets to go get him. I would rather go to the draft. And that's sort of my argument with the 49ers this off season. They need to be looking ahead one year. They need to go to the draft this year, find their next quarterback, because if that happens with Jimmy, now you have to draft a new quarterback, and, and now it's starting. another year down yeah. the road of development. They've got to figure that out now and make sure they're good at quarterback. So that's sort of my Jimmy thing, and you mentioned it earlier. It's like, okay, Watson or the draft? Like, I'm I'm trying to swing big here. I'm not trying to go get a, go from middle-of-the-road starter to middle-of-the-road starter.
1: Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And, you know, you think about that all of a sudden. Like, what if Jimmy has a disaster year? Now we're stuck behind the eight ball, and we're, everyone knows we're buying, and we have no leverage, and we're in trouble.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Fun. This is going to be a fun season of quarterback movement if these things are actually real and these teams are, I mean, man, Russell Wilson? I I thought there was absolutely zero chance. And I mean, if you believe that latest report from Diana Rossini today of ESPN, maybe even more likely than Deshaun Watson to be in traded. That blows my mind.
1: It really does. I mean... He's unhappy, but man, I mean, the cap hit's going to be massive. I just look at Seattle and think if they trade Wilson, unless they get Dak, they're a four win team to me probably.
0: That's one of the arguments with the Panthers. That's why I like the Panthers trading for Deshaun Watson. Like if you if you trade Brian Burns, you know McCaffrey or not, whatever, and a bunch of picks, aren't the Panthers pretty much the Texans, but maybe with a better coaching
1: staff. Much better coaching staff, much better foundation. I don't know. I mean, I hear what you're saying, and it doesn't give you a lot of resources to prepare for tomorrow. But I think they have a fair amount of cap space. I think you could lure free agents there. I think they think they. Um, I think they think they're better than they are. But I don't think they're dreadful. I mean, they lost a lot of very very close games last year with a, basically a rookie head coach, and now and no McCaffrey.
0: The tough part is the Joe Brady with Deshaun Watson thing would be fun, but that's maybe going to last a year because Joe Brady's going to be head coach at some point, right? Probably. That's probably a good point, too.
1: Interesting. Right. Anyway, let's move some on. Some of this stuff could happen. This, no, is no, crazy. this is
0: This is nuts. This is so fun. And every day there's something that really makes you think, okay, there's more movement potential. Then another day it's like, oh, yeah, maybe this isn't going to happen because of this and this. So I can't wait. And that sounds like the Cowboys situation might be getting a little bit closer and they might be willing to be like, yeah, you know what? We we played this out and we screwed up. And now we've got to pay the man.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't think he's leaving, nor should he. I mean, that's a prime situation. Oh, you know, like those receivers Dallas was on Wilson's yeah. list. Right, right, right. I mean, it's high profile. It's great for ad, I mean, it's great for, you know, uh, off the field making money. The division's unbelievably winnable right this minute. You know, your offense is loaded. Jerry's always going to spend to make life great for you, you know. AFC
0: AFC West. West. Draft Diddy's next. There are odds at betonline.ag about Russell Wilson's future. Might need to go back and take a second glance at those odds with some of the latest news coming out of Seattle. There is draft futures. Who's going to win the Super Bowl next season, NBA, NHL, and of course, one of the funnest things to bet on, that there is in the sports world, March Madness. A ton of table games, betting on TV shows even. The ways to win money are endless at BetOnline. Real-time updated odds and props on just about anything you can imagine. Go to betonline.ag right now. Use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first Deposit promo code locked on to get that fifty percent welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. For those of you who don't know, Matt Williamson's been doing draft ditties for years. Does it for a draft magazine, the Draft Digest. Uh, we're going to talk about them here. It is one draft note for every team in the NFL up today. Matt is the AFC West. What kind of ditties you got for the AFC West today?
1: Yeah, let's start with Denver. So this probably won't surprise anyone, but when you put it on paper, it's like, wow. You know, over the, the last five drafts, Denver's made nine selections within the top 50 overall. Bradley Chubb is the only defensive player of that group. So eight of the nine have been on offense. You know, Fant and Sutton and Hamler and Judy. And I. I, I remember putting a tweet out a little while back saying – What if Ryan Fitzpatrick's the Denver quarterback? You're like, if they can't, if they have to settle, I want all those fantasy guys. You know, like that, this one just screams fantasy to me for Denver's offense. Give me a capable veteran Fitzpatrick like quarterback. Or even if Locke takes a little bit of a step, like I'm going to have some Broncos on my teams.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of like where your head's at on that one because you could see it and they've got to figure out the Von Miller situation too. And there's, I think he's getting cut. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, Bradley Chubb's a stud, luckily for them. Um, Yeah. I'm with you with Drew Locke. Maybe they move up in the draft as I had them in my mock draft and just said, you know what, we've seen enough from Locke. We're not really super into that. Let's go do it. But if they get someone like a Fitzpatrick that after a couple weeks is like, all right, you know what, let's just roll with the veteran because he's better and he kind of outplayed him in camp, but we wanted to see Locke and and Locke isn't taking that step. They could still win a lot of games like that. And that might be the best spot if you're someone like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, where around the league is a team that could possibly win and I could beat out that starting quarterback and I think the Broncos is that prime example.
1: Right. I mean, I'm sure Denver will be in the market for others, but boy, I just think it'd be fun to have a gunslinger like Fitzpatrick. I think Locke will be a Bronco. That doesn't mean he's a starter, but I bet he's a Bronco. Like if they were to pull off a deal for Watson, maybe it'd send them Locke or whatever, or if they were to pull some kind of deal, but I don't think people would be banging down your door for Locke. So I think he'll be in camp with them and a lot to throw to.
0: I haven't heard that much about the Broncos being involved with a lot of these quarterbacks mm-hmm. in a lot of this movement, which is odd. Maybe they're doing work behind the scenes and keeping things quiet and they're going to strike at some point, or maybe they're just cool with rolling with lock and, and, uh, and going for it because the only thing I've really seen about a Broncos report was that Deshaun Watson was intrigued maybe by Denver. And I, and that was sort of, yeah. you know, this secondhand report. So, it feels like maybe there's not a lot of movement there to be had for the Broncos, even though I, was, I would have assumed and they're in, on that list of teams where I thought, man, something could really happen here.
1: See, I think it's kind of a quietly good landing spot. I mean, even without Vaughn Miller, they had a good defense last year. And I think Fangio will pretty much always have a good defense, kind of like Zimmer in Minnesota. I know they worked good this last year, but you don't have to have awesome talent. And with all those young guys that I mentioned through this draft, did he? If I land there, I mean the 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 thing I don't like about landing Denver is Mahomes in my division and now Herberts in my division. But yeah. and in then terms maybe of just oh, Russell Wilson yeah. in there too, <laughs> right, right, and Russell Wilson's in Vegas too. Yeah, but it's a good landing spot in terms of who I'm throwing to, the defense you're going to give me, a good home field advantage. You know, it's quietly could be a lot better for them.
0: Kansas City Chiefs. What are you seeing there with draft trends? Uh, they've drafted very well over the last uh, recent history, and and that's not even counting uh, their quarterback, which was the best move that any team has done in the last decade, pretty much when it comes to the draft and drafting Patrick Mahomes and, and going up to get him.
1: Yeah, and that had a cost. You had to, you know you had to give up some picks, and th- this is kind of where I'm going with this. So if we include the the Chiefs picking 31st this year. Over the last four drafts, including this one, three before than the ones about to happen, their first pick on average isn't made until forty first overall. You know, like those things come back to roost, you know, when especially if you can't just keep adding free agents left and right now that Mahomes is super expensive that you haven't added premium draft picks in four years, basically.
0: And for some teams, they're moving back from round one and collecting second and third round picks. We talked about the Seahawks and the Colts did a lot of that. Colts, yeah, and it's been the long strategy for the new England Patriots. That hasn't really exactly been the case for the chiefs.
1: No, no. So you wonder who are their high end young guys in terms of draft capital? Like they've hit on some dudes, you know, they have drafted well, but um, you wonder what the foundation will look like a couple of years from now when those guys should be in their prime.
0: Right. And it gets a lot more difficult when that, contract really kicks in for patrick mahomes and can you keep around the the expensive defensive linemen and uh you know can you keep veteran offensive linemen on the team and expensive receiving talent because patrick mahomes is going to make a lot of receivers a lot of money right putting up stats and and teams are going to want to come uh, spend money on those receivers to try to get a bit of that offense into their offenses so things will get very expensive and they're going to have to hit on a lot more draft picks to continue to build depth around patrick mahomes going forward for the next 500 million dollars that he's making
1: Right, right. It's just some of these teams picking at the end of the round every year isn't easy, you know, and the Chiefs are going to do it from going forward. The Patriots are obviously the ridiculously good example, but even the Steelers like during Kevin Colbert's stint here, he's pretty much averaged the 25th pick in the first round, you know, Seattle's like that, like you don't get any blue chip dudes.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's why we're seeing some of those teams say, "You know what? Let's just trade this late first-rounder or a couple of them to get one of those blue-chip guys and, you know, hope we get lucky with some blue-chippers later in the draft because there's no obvious uh, big-time prospects there for you when you're picking that late every single year." How about the Los Angeles Chargers? What's going on uh, with them in recent draft history?
1: Yeah, th- this one doesn't bear a lot of fruit for what's going on now, but I I thought it was pretty crazy that before they took Herbert this past year, in the 13 draft classes before that, the Chargers drafted three quarterbacks. You probably can't name any of them off the top of your head because their average draft position was 185th overall. So Didn't invest in quarterbacks at all. Yeah, so cause they Because they had Rivers.
0: Yeah, they had Rivers, so they are just trying to find some, you know, gem of a backup quarterback in, you know, late day three. Super right? late, yeah.
1: I, do you have
0: any of those names? I, I can't think of a single name right now.
1: I, I did. I don't know them off the top of my head. None of them really were came to fruition you know they signed tyrod taylor to the mix recently with rivers leaving um whitehurst was one of them wow. charlie, yes, charlie whitehurst, whitehurst. I think he was the highest dra- drafted one of the group
0: that's a good one there was a lot of charlie Weist- whitehurst fans coming out of college
1: yeah i mean he actually was oh maybe he's gonna be river's successor you know like that's how long ago it's crazy
0: oh, uh you want to nice. wrap
1: this up with uh the raiders who were talking about yep, earlier let's finish it up with the las vegas raiders this is one of the most boring ones. I apologize. I just st- stared at their draft the mo- as much as I possibly could, but they've had six first-round picks in the last over the last three draft classes, which is a lot. We know that. That's you know part of the the Mac trade, and this is a boring part. Sorry. Three on offense, three on defense, but their offense is way better than their defense.
0: The thing I find fascinating with the Raiders drafts is the way Mayock operates. And I remember and the the thing I loved about Mayock's draft coverage when he was a media guy is that he would always fall in love with that, you know, undersized, underspeed nickel defensive back that was hard nosed and fill against the run. Right. Yeah. I see a lot of that. And I, I think his drafts have been those types of players like nobody was super inspired um, you know, uh, of taking, an, you know, maybe an under-athletic or a pretty averagely athletic defensive lineman in the top five of his first draft. And then uh, there was another under-athletic cor- corner cover guy in the first round last year with their second first round pick that some people had as a day two, maybe even day three guy. So I think we've seen a lot of that. And character is big for him, hard-nosed, tough players. Is that going to eventually, once all of those types of players fill out the roster is that going to be enough or are we going to see a team that's in some cases under athletic but then they go out and get the fastest guy in the draft in jerry judy too so uh but he's uh, also has some toughness and maybe played a little bit bigger than his size in some cases so that's fascinating to me just to, just knowing how mike mayock looked at prospects and then seeing that idea come to fruition and it's very much been mayock type drafts i think yeah. for the most part in las vegas
1: a lot of big schools too um I think Farrell and everyone said this when it happened, including myself. I would imagine you did too. The the Farrell picks is a, a loser. Not that yeah. he's a bad player, but you're picking in the top five. You're in blue chip land, and, and you take a, a, a like an intention. You're happy to take the intentional walk and get the first. You know, like you yeah. got to be a little more aggressive than that.
0: And that's that's it. He 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 sent a message with that pick. That's the style of player he wants. Yeah. and good leader. And, yeah, you know. character first. Maybe you know forty times not a big deal for him. Um,
1: I don't know. Al Davis would roll over in his grave yeah. on that part.
0: Although Al Davis would have been happy about the rugs pick, I guess you got to yes. throw you got to throw one to Al every couple of years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, this year will be critical though. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. yeah. it's not critical for Gruden, but it's kind of critical for Mayock, even though Gruden is in charge of the ship. Yeah, if
0: Gruden's in charge there for ten years. Would he maybe say, "All right, Mike, that was fun, but I'm going to go get a different GM now."
1: Yeah, I mean, they they got to do better with these wealth of first-round picks. You make six first-round picks in the last three drafts, you should be have an awesome young core of talent.
0: Yeah, or you know what? Just trade those firsts for Russell Wilson and then there you draft go. those hard-nosed guys later.
1: Right, the hard-nosed guys are... It's a lot easier to fill in with the hard-nosed guys yes. than build with the hard-nosed guys.
0: Absolutely. All right, great stuff. Matt Williamson's
1: the a draft... The Lions worry me that way. They might just, <laughs> give me the hardest-nosed guys <laughs> I can. I don't yeah, care they can Yeah, give run. me the
0: the knee what was it he's going to take people out at the knee knee. biters yeah. give me the knee biters i don't care how <laughs> i have to take them we're gonna to have to do that we're gonna to have to to uh make a list when you're done here with all of your positional rankings the top five knee biters in the draft <laughs> maybe we'll find the next detroit line in there yep all right fantastic we'll get to the nfc side of matt williamson's draft ditties we've also got his draft rankings to continue tight ends and wide receivers up next Everything that's going on in the NFL daily draft free agency trades covered for you right here, Peacock and Williamson.